actually a podcast that I did on my other podcast, Champion Mindset, before I closed it down. I wanted to make sure that I got this episode out somewhere because there's a lot of gold in it. It's amazing. It's with Amanda Aguiar, and she has done a lot of amazing things in business, talks mindset. We talk books. We talk. We go all over the board in this episode. It's amazing. If you're trying to start a business, if you're doing business right now, you're an entrepreneur, it's a great episode for you. If you're somebody who struggles with mindset, other things like that, it's also an amazing episode for you. So make sure you tune in and let's get to the episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Champion Mindset. We got an extra special guest today. She is a Brazilian living in Seattle, Washington. She speaks three languages, Portuguese, Spanish, and English, a world traveler. She's been to 22 countries. She sold a successful cleaning business in her 20s. She spent almost 15 years in tech consulting, and now she's in real estate, licensed in Washington State building her business to be global, already covering six plus states in the US, Arizona, Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, all over the place. She's done so many things. I'm excited to have, have her on. Amanda Aguiar, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having here me today, Alex. It's such an honor and pleasure to be here. And I'm excited to share some nuggets that maybe, you know, can help your audience with any inspirations on, on their business, their mindset, you know, who knows, start real estate, totally changing career path, um, wherever this call leads us today. I love it. Well, I'm super pumped to have you on. I'm glad we connected in Arate and we can get you on because you... You've, as the bio said, like you've done so many different things in so many different areas of, you know, it's crazy, like cleaning, tech, real estate, all over the board. And I would love to go into that. But first off, I'd love for you to share just your story of even how you've gotten to, to this place in your life at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So as you kind of introduced, I'm from Brazil. Uh, I moved to the States on my teens. Um, it was totally like my parents' decision, just kind of looking for better opportunity for all of us, you know, for finances, you know, business and for my education. So I'm very grateful for that opportunity. So I finished, you know, um, high school and college, um, got a business degree. And as I was going through college, um, you know, my family, they're very handyman type of people. So we, and they still are, all of the business they have, it's from, they still have cleaning businesses that they built you know, over the decades, you know, roofing company, painting company. So that's been, you know, kind of a little bit of, uh, I say the core of our family. So at a young age, I felt like, you know, when I started with my cleaning business, my family, I kind of already had the backbone for that. And I kind of went in, in that journey as well as I was actually getting my degree in business. And um, so I built the business. I actually, my business was completely out of referral, which was like amazing. And, um, and my mom actually was the one that was telling me that, you know, she brought me here to go to school and she did not want to see me, you know, cleaning houses. Um, and even though like, you know, my business was actually growing, but I was working so much that I had no time for my family. Um, and then that's when I made the decision to sell my business after I was building for about like seven, eight years and, um, and then kind of join, you know, your corporate America, you know type of work. And um, so I kind of, my first gig since then has been in consulting. I'm in Seattle. So tech industry, it's pretty huge in here. 
and um, had a friend that had a, an opportunity. They actually were looking for someone to provide um, high level support and to cover Brazil. So me speaking another language, it came handy. So I was dealing with all legal um, type of um, work that was sending over to Microsoft from Brazil. So that was a pretty awesome experience, but I always had this mentality, especially having a business degree that, you know, you, you want to walk on the place where you want to be, even if you're not there yet. So I have to say, I used to dress better than my managers did, even though, you know, I was like on the first years of, of you know, employment and whatnot. Um, I was always very creative, um, bring initiatives, bringing ideas and kind of, you know, got myself into management pretty quickly. Um, I think it's just a way I love helping people. So I think it was a very natural thing for me to do. And uh, with my, you know, program management background that I got as a minor degree uh, in business, that really helped me launch myself into the industry and, you know, have helped, you know, million dollars accounts from different, you know, big companies here located, you know, in, in Seattle and um, continue to support a lot of that, you know, and, I was kind of, I think the pandemic shook a lot of us just to figure like, what do you want to do with your life? And I think I was on that moment that I was feeling stagnant. I was working from home remotely, had teams in India and other locations in the US. And I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. I do love consulting, but I was just feeling my company was not giving me the opportunity to grow. And um, so I went in, in, a, in a five months of like interviewing in all the big corporations that you can think of. And I'll get some offers, but never felt right. Uh, and one friend was putting a seed for a couple of years thinking like, Amanda, you're so personable. You have a good connection. Why don't you try, you know, real estate? And um, it took some recitation. But then I, at the same time, I say, you know, why not? So I didn't leave my job originally because I wanted to go test the waters, you know, with real estate. But I decided from day one, I was going to work in real estate as if it was full time. So I feel like I have two full time jobs. <laughs> Not, you know, I know people say part time because I always took that, you know, as something that I wanted to give it a try. And if I hate it, at least I gave my best. Um, but here I am a year and a half later. I absolutely love real estate. I wish I started like, you know, a decade ago, but it's okay. I'm excited about my future in because of the, you know, being a leader and coaching people in other areas of the business. It's been so easy for me. That's why I already been growing a team, you know, of 16 plus people so far in this year and a half of joining real estate because it's not about um, how much I know about the market, which is still important but it's just helping people see their potential. And I feel like that that's been, you know, a huge advantage for me with my team and helping them. I love it. That's awesome. That's a really cool journey that you've been on. And it's, it's awesome that you said that the pandemic really pushed you to, to try that. Cause I, same yeah. thing with me, I was in a nine to five job, kind of had been hopping from, you know, I was in like software mm. hopping from job to job. I was like impl implementation, software implementation, I was like, something's wrong here. Like I'm supposed to, I had initially been in baseball. Like I had played, played mm -hmm. some professional baseball and that's all I really did up until that point was worry about sports. And I knew there was something physical that was going to be involved in mine. And I ended up getting into, I was like, I'm going to do health and fitness coaching. So I jumped into that 
while I still had my nine to five during the pandemic, kind of like you doing something different. Cause I was like, you know what? I don't know what sparked it in me. I don't know. I was thinking it was maybe like, you know, almost the depressive nature of the pandemic brought yeah. people maybe through some different emotions. And it's like, wait, I don't want to feel like this on a regular basis. I want to live my life to the fullest. And so jump, jump out and do something different and do something that I'm passionate about. So I think that's awesome. And I would love to go back to your first, you know, business with yeah. the cleaning business. You said something really cool, how most of your business was built on referrals, yeah. which I think anybody who has a business out there would love for that to be the case. You know, that means you're doing a really, really good job. I'd love for you to speak on some of the things that you did to help that be that way. If there's anything that you did like intentionally to create those referrals or to, mm -hmm. you know, leave your clients with such a good experience that they almost had to tell people about it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think, again, I feel like, you know, I always been meant to be a business owner of some shape or form because I'm always thinking outside of the box. I never did, you know, your typical thing that maybe get home and you see a fly on your door, you know, like, hey, you know, here's a discount to clean your home or something like that. One, I didn't have the time, uh, but I got like connected with key people. One of them was just um, I build my referral business to my clients because I know like, you know, cleaning your house can be just an extra, right? Not everybody has that extra budget. You know, it's a luxury maybe for to some. And um, so I was giving 50% back of that one cleaning, you know, value to my clients every time that they gave me a referral. And I go one client, sometimes it just takes one person to really, you know, scale your business. And I had one client, she had twins, kids, and she just went to her twins, you know, network and just brag about me. I actually, more than half of my clients either had twins or triplets, which was awesome. But, but that was one of the things, you know, was really like, obviously, you know, showing your care, being responsible, whatever you say you're going to do, that you do it and, you know, doing it with excellence. That's, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of job you have. But then that was something that, you know, that I created. And I have to say, she sometimes would go months without paying me anything because she was giving me new clients. And then another one was I kind of grow my business and connect you, funny enough, with real estate agents because, you know, they will have rentals or, you know, homes that were coming in the market. So I kind of became a preferred, you know, um, cleaning company to some of the local companies um, in the area. And I will get, so I work my normal quote unquote nine to five in my clients database, you know, that's regular. And I work in the evening and weekends doing all those other, you know, uh, work. And, and it was just like, honestly, that was the two thing that totally drove my business. And to say the only one of the few reasons, not only because my mom told me so to go try the corporate world because I studied for that, but at the time I was just having time finding the right people to work for me, which I think it's a big thing when you're a business owner. Um, I wanted to delegate because I wanted to grow. There was just so much that I could do, you know, and I knew that I didn't want to be the person physically doing the work, you know, day in and day out. So that was some of the limitations that at the time I felt that I was just having a hard time to scale because I was not finding, you know, the right people to, to grow my business. And then just kind of, it just happened all of that. And then I decided to, you know, to sell the business. Gotcha. So it was basically do an amazing job for the clients, have like a great referral system so that they have incentive to do it. And then also like, have connections because you said the real estate like 
you know, connecting with people, talking with people, almost being creative in the way that you do your, your job, which is, which is really, really interesting. I, I love that. And what, you know, what would you say are three things that you learned, like the three biggest things that you learned from building and selling that first cleaning business? Yeah, I think I would say the first one is just, it's always hard to start, right? Owning a business and we put so many blockages, um, how hard it's going to be, or you need to have a marketing plan or a business plan. In some cases, you might need to, depending if you're going to ask for some type of loan or investors or something like that. But there's a lot of business out there that either you're passionate, you know, you have the skill set and you just need to go, you know, open that license that was going to cost you couple hundred dollars and just go do it. I build through the years websites and business cards and you know what my brand is because I needed the income to come first, right? Before I, I got, you know, I started like I was 19 years old. So I didn't have money to go build all of this branding, which I firmly believe on it, but that was not where I was at. So I, you know, so first of all, just like if you have an idea, what do you have to lose? Especially if it's not going to cost you that much money just to get started, you know, and maybe it can be a side hustle or something that you can just fully, you know, give yourself to it, um, you know, for a while and make sure just to see what if it pans out. Um, and then I think the other thing is just, you know, um, you we're in the business of building relationship. I don't care what kind of business you are, even if you are an employee, you know, we are building relationships. So I think understanding of other people's problems and being that solution, right? So if in my case was like, you know, I, I knew family with kids, they have a lot of expenses. How can I support them to continue to bring that value of them feeling awesome with their home clean, but then also getting something back, which was helping me and helping them at the same time. So I think it's just like creating that win-win, um, you know, type of initiatives that is going to help your business, but you first, you're helping them, right? So you bring value. Um, and then, you know, third, it's just like taking the time. I feel like that was probably maybe why I didn't continue, which I'm okay. You know, we have our journey, but um, sometimes we can be so busy with our business that we want to take a step back to teach others to grow, right? And in my case, when I was just finding hard time um, having people to work for me, and, you know, so I was just kind of like, sometimes it was too hard to, to slow down all the, the growth that I was having to go train people to become, you know, on the, to, to do the same quality of work that I was doing that I knew I could feel safe to say, you could go handle this without me, you know, being a supervisor 24 seven, and I can go continue to grow the business. So that was the three things I will share. I love it. Those are, those are amazing. And that's like, that is the reason the first one is like, that's why I didn't do this for so long is that it was like, ah, oh, well you think about all the reasons why it won't work. Right. Yeah. As opposed to just figuring it out, taking the first step. And then every day after, like, what can I do today to move the needle forward? Right. I think that that's, that's awesome. And what you, you said that you worked so hard, right? It sounds like in that first business, you were working yeah. day, night, weekends, everything. What drove you to like continue pushing that hard for that long? Because I think you said like seven, eight years that you had the yeah. business and that you were working like day in, day out. You couldn't really handle the growth and you couldn't find people that could do as good of a job as you or maybe take on mm -hmm. that kind of responsibility. 
Yeah, I mean, you actually just touched on, on the word as you're asking the question. I feel like I just felt responsible, right? If someone is um, giving me their, you know, one, trust, right? Because they're trusting me to come to their homes. They were not home. I had access to everything. So building that trust. Um, so it was something I built so much relationship. I actually have some of those clients, you know, 15 years later that I still see how big their kids are growing because we're connected on Facebook and things like that. So, um, so I'm a very relational person. So I think it was just like, you know, always striving to do better every day. And, uh, so that was a, a little bit harder for me. And I, I really believed in, in the business, right? I mean, like, I feel like when you have a business, you have a passion for it. And, and I had the mindset that I wanted to grow and to expand. Um, so I think I was just pushing the limits, you know, because I, I believed in it and I wanted to see into fruition. And then when I kind of gave myself a goal, like this year, I'm going to focus on the growth of my team. And, um, and then that was the year that was super difficult finding the right people that it was more, maybe my call out. I was just like, wow, I am missing, you know, my grandparents came to visit from Brazil. I barely saw them because I'm working so much or physically, you know, I, I would get home and I felt like I couldn't, you know, move my hands because I was so tired of working and cleaning all day. Um, so that was just a, some of those things that I felt was a blocker for me. And I think, you know, it's always those blessings in disguise. Sometimes I know we want to push through and sometimes we need to, we have a breakthrough and that breakthrough can be to either saying like, wow, I'm taking out the business to the next level or, you know, being, you know, wise enough to know my time is up on this thing. Let me go try something else. That's awesome. I think that's, that's huge. And you talked a lot, you've talked a few times about relationships, right? Connections and how big that plays into to business. Absolutely. And is, has that been something that you were just like always good at, like connecting with people, building relationships, or is it something that you've worked at throughout your career to, to grow at? And if so, like, what have you done to get better at that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's a great question. I think naturally I, I am a connector. I feel like, you know, I, when I meet someone new, I, you will get my full attention. You know, I want to pay attention to what you have to say. Uh, I'm very inclusive. You know, like I met you today. I'm already probably inviting you to my house party next week. You know, like, because that's kind of maybe it's a cultural thing or coming to the U.S. as well. And I just always people to feel welcome. You know, in Seattle, there is a term in here that they say the Seattle freeze. And I always wanted to break that because, you know, you meet new people. So I'll, I'll be like, whatever is happening in my life in the next month, they're going to get an invitation, right? If they're going to come or not. So so that was something that was a little bit natural of me. But I think as, you know, as I grew older and mature and, you know, I always, you know, business has been a passion. Um, I, I always felt like, you know, some of it was being um, intentional, right? Like also not only just meet anyone for because I went to an event, but I also intention like, you know, what are some of the connections that I want to make, you know, for my next move or what I'm trying to accomplish, you know, um, in the beginning, you know, like in, in my consulting career, I'm very grateful. I had someone as a leadership over me that, you know, I always saw my, my potential before I even saw that. So I think I learned so much from him. He was a very inspiration. So I feel like, you know, I still carry some of those traits that I learned from someone, someone else that he spoke over my life. And um, so now I feel like I added that to my backpack, right? So I feel like it's things like that you meet people that is going to pour on you. 
And then you need to, you need you can't keep that to yourself. You have to, you know, give give to someone else that are starting. So it, it is always awesome when someone reach out to me and say, "Can you help me with this?" And even if it's something I haven't done in a long time. But for some reason, they thought of me, right? It's either from a past relationship. It is because maybe they're following me on social media and they found inspired on something that I said. Um, but just kind of being real, you know, and um, but I do. I am very into um, self-growth. So I read a lot of books. Uh, I am a more audiobook. I was never that kid that actually read a lot of books. So audiobook is my favorite thing in the world. So I spend a lot of time there. And there's I'll say. I'm not like the one that's going to read a fiction or a novel or something like that. If I'm going to spend time, I want to, you know, to be something that I can learn from it. Um, that's been just, you know, me. So I'm constantly like, you know, listening and you know, obviously, you know, being part of Arte and Ed was already like a someone I was following for a while. And, you know, I, I just feel a lot of similarity of the things that he says in there. Um, so that's a, a little bit of just like some natural, but, you know, you you, there's always more opportunity to grow. So that's kind of my um, avenues of learning. It's just, you know, listen to people like at my lad or others, you know, um, and then also just, you know, a lot of audiobooks or podcasts and things like that. I love it. Ed's like my favorite person ever. I, I, he's I know. so interesting, so good at like interviewing, so knowledgeable on just a wide range of things. And just seems like he cares so much about yeah. people which is amazing. It's somebody I aspire to be more like, but I love that you said, but I'm such a big reader too. I love, love reading. I'm curious. What are some of the best books that you've read? Maybe recently. I know for me, if somebody asked me this question, I would really struggle. I'd really struggle if they're like, what's the best book you've ever yeah. read? Right. Like, yeah. but like, what are some of the best books you've read? Let's say in the last, like, you know, three, six months. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was just like, where did I put my phone? Cause I, I was thinking maybe that question was going to come and I did not want to just totally, <sighs> you know, blow it off. But so one book that, you know, being part of real estate, one of our leaders in there, he's very into like mindset and, you know, reading books. And he he, you know, gave a book for us um, to read. And uh, I actually it reminded me like, you know, I was like, I think I read this book maybe like 10 years ago, but I totally forgot about the principles and whatnot. And um and it's the Think and Grow Rich by oh. um, Napoleon Hill. And I feel like that's a book, if you haven't read, if even if you're in business or not, it's just like, you know, as an owner, business owner, it's definitely something um, to read. And I was listening to one of Ed's podcasts recently, and he was um, interviewing, um, oh my goodness, um, uh, John Maxwell. And then he talked about the 16 um, laws of communication. And that's the one that I am actually currently. And this one is a little harder because I feel like I'm always driving when I'm listening and I want to stop to take notes because yeah. there's so many like good nuggets. Um, and so that's been like a book. Like, I feel like we need to learn how to communicate, even though like I feel like I'm personable and things like that. Um, but communication is so huge in any business that we do. It's either talking for our friendships and relationships, but also for our business. So that's something that I am, you know, big on it. Um, and, you know, not because, you know, I'm bragging so much about Ed, but the power of one more, it was very impactful to me because I feel like that's kind of how I've been driving my life. You know, I always feel like going that extra mile, 
and you know doing one more thing so um so that would be some of the books that i would recommend uh for people to go check it out oh those are great power of one more amazing i want to read that 16 rules of communication or yeah. leadership yeah. yeah communication he has a leadership yeah. one too but that's right that's right because I, I saw that podcast too and i actually funny enough the other day i was in my tabs and I still have the tab open to buy that book, but I haven't mm -hmm. bought it yet. And so I need to get that's this is this yeah, is a good go get it. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. Oh yeah, that's so so good. And those are those are great because I, I always love kind of hearing what people are reading too, because it's you always hear like a lot of the people who are just super impactful, you know, building big businesses, everybody seems to be a reader, always consuming, yeah. kind of controlling what they put in their mind, which is just so beneficial to to success, like just continuing to grow and get to the next level. And I can tell that that's something that you do a lot yeah, of, kind of. Yeah. But what, uh, kind of on the topic of, you know, mindset as well, what would you say is one of the most important skills or maybe the important, most important skill that you've developed over your amazing business mm -hmm. career so far? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I feel like, you know, the biggest one, it's sometimes you got to be your biggest cheerleader, like hands down. And and it, it's it's a, a tough mindset when you're trying something new, you're getting either critics from your family or from your friends or even people that don't even know you, especially if you are investing on social media. Everybody has opinions. Right. Um, so I think it's just kind of, you know, that that mindset of believing in yourself. So, you know, I, I am a a big believer of like also being visual, you know, so I do do those vision boards and, you know, uh, some, I, I'm, I'm currently changing my office. So I'm starting to actually print out a lot of the things that I want to be looking at every day. And I spend a lot of time in my office. So, so I just feel like, you know, so my mindset is just that we all are, can be very weak, you know, things will hit us emotionally, physically, whatever may be going on, you know, a phone call you get. And so I need those visuals to be a constant reminder. And that's what works for me um, to start to stay on track on the good days and on the good and on the bad days. Right. So, um, so I would say like, that's kind of, you know, helps me a lot. It's just kind of the visual for my, for my mindset, you know, recentering um, as needed. Oh, that's huge. So big. I like to do that too. I'm a vision board guy. I also got like a gratitude board. I like to like Ooh. put people and stuff on there and look at that every day. But also on the same thing, like I think it's so big to just remind yourself of things that you want to do. Like I, I like to have on my phone, a big reminders person, you probably look at my calendar and be like, you're crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> but half of it's like just things I want to remember, like have faith, like that everything's mm -hmm. working for you. Like, and just, you know, the miracle that we are as humans, right? Like the mere, like just kind of just things to remind myself of gratitude and having faith and just because you never know what day you're going to need to see it, right? But you kind of talked about there's going to be bad days. And it's like, when I see that on a bad day, I can shift it because I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be feeling this way or I shouldn't like be going down this rabbit hole because maybe I'm not going to wake up tomorrow or like there's people that don't get to wake up tomorrow. And so I think that that's so cool that you have those like visual things that just drive you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like, I feel like fate is, I mean, I'm a person of fate. So like it, it's huge. I mean, writing down sometimes, you know, some goals, I have like journals that I'm just like, man, this is crazy when this happened, you know? So it's, it continues to build up your fate for, 
today's issue or whatever it is. And I think, you know, that recenter of the mind, the gratitude and all of that, when there is a problem, it helps you try not to go just on the emotions, you know, and, um, and obviously I say we can have those days, but it just kind of helps just like, is it really as bad as it looks, you know, um, just give you some perspective and also, you know, like, what am I going to do about it? You know? Um, so it just kind of tries to, to help out. So we don't stay on that zone for too long because those are draining. Let's be honest. Oh, so draining. It can, and it can spiral until like a week. And then all of a sudden you're like, you wake up, you're like, wait, what am I doing? You know, it, it's so easy for that to happen. Cause I think it's contagious both ways, right? Like that good mindset's contagious and yeah. it can be easy to build that momentum. And then also the same thing with kind of rough habits and maybe a poor mindset, a negative mindset. I think you can build momentum in that direction too. And then it's like so difficult exactly. to shift away. But what, uh, you know, have you dealt with mindset struggles throughout the years or like what kind of mindset struggles? I'm sure you probably like everybody dealt with some struggles and can you explain kind of what you did to overcome those, get through those just when those do come up? Yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm being, you know, completely transparent. I feel like sometimes one of my biggest struggles is just like, you know, the self-worth, you know, or, or just like, you know, or other people's, what they think about me, their opinions, right? I, I come from a culture that, you know, what your family says, it's, it's always so heavy and it could totally, you know, build or break. And um, so as I've been, you know, growing from that, th those are things that I kind of had to put some boundaries, you know, um, around those things, even if people might still say things, um, but just like, how do I process that? Uh, before I, you know, I, something that my mom would say, or maybe a close friend or, you know, an uncle or something like that. And I would say mostly was more like, you know, that recognition. I, I wouldn't say that I was like overachiever, but I feel like, you know, I was always trying to do things for my family to be proud, but not necessarily because I felt like I should do that. Now, fast forward to be an adult that has changed, but that was kind of like some of my motivation to be a good student, to, to be the best in whatever I was trying to do. It was more to get recognized by them. So as we all know, you grow up and you carry some of those things with you from your childhood. And a lot of our challenges today all comes from that. <laughs> so, so that's been kind of, you know, one of the things that have been super helpful for me, actually in the last year, um, I hired a life coach and it's been like amazing. I, it's different than therapy. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it's not like you come and you just sit in a chair and you just share about your life's problems. This is just like actionable. Let's deal with this part that something that happens in your life has left. Let's release it. I feel like this last year, it's probably been one of the biggest growth year for me in my entire life. Um, so definitely recommend that. Obviously, not every life coach out there. It's probably amazing. But just make sure, you know, you need to be challenged. I feel like we, you know, sometimes we want a venting session. That's not what you're paying people, you know, like to to spend time with that do do that with your friends but um so i think that's been a huge thing for me just dealing with things from the past um small or big and make me understand why i act the way i act and it's been so much freedom that i have got from some of those areas especially on the touch of like you know on my worth um you know if someone you know, social media is so huge right today. If someone makes a comment, if someone likes or if they don't, 
or if your best friends go and get a different realtor to go sell their home, you know? So it's just all of these things that you just kind of like, you need to rise above. Um, and it's been, you know, painful in the beginning because we don't want to deal with this, those things that are on the closet, but, you know, as working through it with a professional and, you know, helping you, it's been like an amazing journey. It's amazing. No, I think that's something that most people probably struggle with and are afraid to go at, right? Go yeah. at that past. It's so scary. And just that trauma that everybody's dealt with can be a lot of baggage to carry around. What, you know, is there any exercises that you've done or that you're willing to share that have helped you to have like more self-worth and to kind mm -hmm. of be able to drop that baggage or some of those anchors that have been holding you back? Yeah, some of it was actually just taking the time to go right. When did I felt those moments in my childhood, right? What did trigger me to feel that way, right? And some of it might kind of go back to our parents, right? So, so it was just things either mom or dad said, you know, um, and then even looking now, how am I still walking you know, my life on a daily life based on something that, you know, I kept telling myself or the situation, right, that was in it. So I think, you know, which again, I know is something we don't take, it's time to be with ourselves. So, um, you know, and writing, I feel like it was a, a big thing for me too, because we can think, but then when you start thinking, something else comes to your mind and not before you know, you're just sidetracked. Um, but just, you know, nothing crazy, even if it's just giving yourself a half an hour, but with that question and just writing and going deeper um, for you to understand wh when did it start it, you know, can you, can you go there and then just see what you've been acting? I feel like it, it was a lot of like a awareness moment, aha moments that I got by doing ex exercises like that. Why am I acting this way? You know, and then kind of taking that step back, you know, I would have remembered things that I never remembered before from my childhood. And it was just like, wow, it makes total sense why I'm acting this way. But then when you do, obviously it was a habit that I've been doing for a long time. Um, but but it gives you some clarity that there is a place, you know, to work. And then now you have the awareness of why you're acting the way it is. So I feel like sometimes when I act out of fear or I act out of like, you know, that self-worth, it triggers quickly because now I know before I was just doing it and not realizing it. So now quickly I can, you know, recuperate myself where I can be like, oh, this is how I act. Or when I don't as well, I recognize that I didn't do that habit that I was doing before. Oh, that's awesome. And so you're kind of almost like conscious to mm -hmm. like why not only the things that you're doing, but why you're doing them exactly. from your past. And so then you can kind of catch yourself and reframe it or maybe take a different path. Exactly. It's a work in progress, but yeah. I have to say it's been huge. I love it. And that's, that's really cool. You know, that's something that, that I've definitely been working through as well. Like letting go as well has been a huge thing. And I found for me that like, I've had to train myself to be present, to like help myself let go of like the past and let go of things that when you're like, you talked about your mind just starts going in these tangents and they're just really unproductive. And I found like meditation and just like trying to be more mindful and stuff like that has allowed me to almost be more awake going throughout the yeah. day. And it's, it just makes those shifts so much easier. Is that something you do as well? Like anything to like work on being present so you catch yourself or are you just pretty present as is? Yeah, no, I feel like it's very hard with day to day, you know, being working and family and all the different activities that we can be on that it's, so I, 
you know, I like to have my quiet time as I label it, you know, in the morning, because I feel like that's the best time that I can be no noise, just me, the, you know, if it's setting my prayer, if it's reading something positive um, or listening to something positive, you know, meditation is also obviously a big thing because um, what I learned even in the beginning when I was trying to do that exercise, like, you know, to be still and to be quiet in your mind, your mind is going bananas. Then just like, no wonder why, you know, we're going to life like this because, you know, our mind is constantly like, like you know, what about this? What about that? You should do this. And then when you're trying to just, you know, obviously it takes harder in the beginning because it's this constant like rework, come back to yourself, you know, because your mind is trying to drive you. It's just kind of taking ownership of you driving your life. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So much good stuff. Like, again, I appreciate you coming on and a few more questions for you. Amanda. Sure. I know you, you've talked about leadership a few times on the podcast already as well, how, you know, when your first business, you were looking, you know, you were looking for the right people, right? Mm -hmm. And then I know you said you skyrocketed through just the ranks of your tech consulting company as well to, to leadership roles pretty quickly. And then now I know you manage, I think you said like 60, is it? 16. Growing. That, that's my goal. <laughs> that's my goal I'm, for the we're next. We're putting it into the future for that's you. Right. We're, we're putting that's it in right. there. I like it. But uh, managing 16 people. I'm curious on just the side of leadership, like what are some of the best things you've learned or some of the best tips for, for managing people? Yeah. I mean, like I try to be always very open and honest, you know, like um, I am a, a straightforward person, but I feel like I always want to drive that with kindness, you know, like even if I'm going to tell you need to improve something, it's not going to come out just like, you know, do better kind of, you know, that's not, has never been. So, you know, things that my team always say, like they know that I'm always advocating for them. So that's something, you know, from the beginning, I, I might be the one that is like, you know, you know, shoulder to shoulder, trying to understand what your needs are and things like that until I can feel like, you know, you can go on your own, but I'm not going to be holding your hand forever. Um, so, so I think it's just like, you know, getting to know who you're working with. Right. Um, and I feel like I try to be like, I can be your friend, but when I need to be your leader, you know, I'll, I'll take that step up and, um, and just, you know, because in the end of the day, especially with the business that I have today with real estate, it's just like, I am not here to force you to do anything that you don't want. This is a completely different than when I was in consulting and we had to a task to do, right? So now it's, you know, we are all adults and it's just like, what are your goals? What do you want to do? I'm going to help you build all of that, but it's still going to take you to take the steps towards, you know, uh, what do you want to achieve? So I think it's just more like you, when you, you, the more and more you grow and you become a leader, you're giving tools, you know, you're helping your, your team to see things that maybe they didn't see when they come in. I don't know how to do this. And hopefully it's something that maybe an issue you already been through or worked through that you can give that tip of like, you know, Hey, you can short this, this problem by just doing these two things. Right. And sometimes work because people want the change and they go and do it. And other times they don't. So I definitely have that mix of, you know, um, I'm providing the same value. I'm providing the same guidance, but people take differently. And I do try to adjust, right? Not everybody received the same thing the same way. Um, so um, I always try to be available as much as they need. But when they, if they're coming back and asking the same question all the time, then, then it'd be like, hey, 
here's where you find things instead of like, let's hop on a call again, you know? Um, so I, again, I'm just like, I love helping people when you see their potential. As I said, like I, I, that was what happened to me. So that's something that I always, you know, want to, to implement in whoever joins my team is just like, how can I help you scale? How can I help you go bigger than me? You know, like there's no competition. There's no this like you need to always be under my umbrella. No, the opposite. I want you to grow and, you know, explode. What can I do to, to help you get there? That's awesome. And did you were you always kind of had that mindset as well, like wanting other people to propel higher than you? Because just coming from a place of that's can be tough right at times, I yeah. believe when you're you're competitive or you want to like, cause I, I sometimes have found in my past, like, it's like, I want to want that, right? If that makes sense where it's like, I want to want people to succeed, but there's something in me that doesn't always allow that to come through. And so is that mm -hmm. something you've always kind of had or did it come through at different points? Yeah. I think, you know, coming from a very, you know, um, simple upbringing, I always felt like I had a little bit more than someone else, you know? So with that in mind, I always felt like it's a, it can be a win-win situation for everybody. Right. I, obviously there's sometimes like you see someone doing a little bit more and you can drive you, you know, to work a little hard and things like that. But in general, I would say that I always have been to just like, there's room for everybody. You know, it's okay if you want to be the best at it and it, what it's going to take is just how much effort and work you want to, you know, put on it. But yeah, I just feel like in any industry, there's room for anyone, you know, as long as I feel like you're being kind and being honest um, with your communication. But now if you're being just, you know, a bad person out there with your business and you're trying to do shortcuts in a way that it's, you know, damaging other people's businesses and things like that in a bad way. Yeah, that's not my motto. No, I think that's great. And like I said, this has been absolutely amazing. So much gold, so much great advice. I appreciate you having, I appreciate you coming on. And I'd love for, before I get in the last question, I'd love for you to just kind of tell everybody where they can find you, if they're in, you know, which states again that you're in for real yeah. estate and where, you know, they can connect with you if they are in those states or, you know, if they want to get into those states and want to buy a house or if there's anything else that, that, uh, that you provide that, that people could get in touch with you for. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity to, you know, to share a little bit about my story and where I'm at today. So yeah, license I am in Washington, but with, you know, with my brokerage, um, it gives me opportunity to go global because we're like in 22, 23 countries or something like that. Um, so I definitely want, want to, to expand to that. But, um, you know, on the production side, if you are looking to buy or sell, obviously in Washington, I'm here. Um, I am, you know, have directly team members from my team, um, in Florida, um, Texas, um, North and South Carolina, California, and, um, Arizona, but, um, I am part of a, even a bigger group that we do cover every state in the U S. So if you need any services, you know, let me know and I'll find, you know, the best person in that state to support you. And, you know, as you shared, I am growing my team. So I want to have someone directly that are working with me in all the different states, either if you're like think, thinking of like, you know, should I start real estate? What are my first steps? Or if you already are in real estate and you just want more support, um, you know, definitely contact me. I'll say Instagram, it's been like the biggest platform that I've been investing most of my time. 
but you know, obviously we have emails and phone numbers and you can, um, you know, get in touch with me and getting a call. Um, so do you, do you want me to say it out loud or do you, yeah, you want to say it? it? I'll put it in the, I'll put everything you want, um, in the description as well. So the people, yeah. So my handle on Instagram, as I said, that would be probably the quickest and fastest. I have Facebook and everything, but that's where I spend my, most of my time. It's Amanda Aguiar official. Um, so, you know, if you start following me, I would love to know that it was because of this podcast. So, you know, give, give, give all the kudos here to Alex for, for having me. Um, but I'll love to connect and honestly, just help in any way I can. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. And I'll put that in the description so you can get in touch with Amanda and make sure if you are getting a house, get in touch with Amanda. She'll get you the best person in the area if she isn't in that area. And last question though for you. All right. You're a big traveler. Right. You said you've been to over 22 countries. What is your favorite place to travel to? Or where's the best oh place you've been God. to? That is the hardest question. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I've been, I know that this is like, this is hard. I would say, you know, like um, Italy um, has a little bit of a piece of my heart in there. Like I've, I've been twice. Um, usually I try to go to a new country every year. That's my goal. But I, I have been there um, twice, just, you know, it's a big country, just exploring. Um, hmm. I, I mean, I know it's kind of very close. I feel I, I'm a, I love Europe. Like, you know, it's so um, obviously if I don't say Brazil, I feel like people might just crucify me. Nah. Brazil is a beautiful country. It's so big. I've been exploring a little bit more because I left so young um, and I'm kind of from the central, but like on the coast, on the beach side, on the northeast of it, go explore you the beaches in there are absolutely beautiful and the food it's amazing so brazil italy and then i would say you know last but not least um i definitely had like a, a aha moment when i went to france in paris like i literally cried when i saw the eiffel tower because you know just coming from brazil from a simple family it's just something i saw on tv so i, I never thought i would you know be traveling out there that's amazing. I love it. I need to get into more places. I definitely have not traveled much myself, but, uh, again, I appreciate you so much for coming on. This has been amazing. I've learned a lot. I'll be taking notes when I go through this again to, Thank to make you. sure that I can get this down and, um, yeah, make sure everybody that you go follow Amanda on Instagram, get in touch with her for, for your next uh, home purchase. And, uh, you know, if you enjoyed this, share this with a friend, subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. Really appreciate it. I'll see you later. Bye.